The New Jersey Devils have once again added a big body to the roster. However, it's not on the defensive end. And I'm going to tell you guys why I'm excited for this recent call-up, who he is, and what he could potentially bring to our organization. We have a lot to discuss in this episode. Buckle up. And also, it's game day once again, baby. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. Alrighty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for Pucks and Pitchforks, Trey Matthews. And it's currently 9.52 p.m. Eastern Time, November 17, 2021, at the time it's recording. And for the first time in a long time, I can finally say it is game day once again for the New Jersey Devils. We will be taking on the Florida Panthers once again. Now, the reason I say it's been a while since I said that is because, remember a few days ago, the New Jersey Devils couldn't play play their game against the Ottawa Senators. That game had to get postponed due to a coronavirus outbreak in the uh, Senators organization. I don't know if the Senators are back to playing hockey. I believe they had their next uh, few games uh, suspended as well. But either way, it's nice that the New Jersey Devils are once again finally playing a game. It it just like, I know it's only been a couple days, but it just felt like a much longer uh, time frame than that just because like I'm so used to uh, doing a pregame episode and then a postgame reaction uh, at once every like you know two days or so and the fact that I haven't done that in a minute because remember last time I did that was on Saturday's episode uh, and it's been a while so yeah let's see if I remember how to do this after a few days of not doing it so like I said a couple episodes ago we're not exactly the favorites to come out victorious in our next few matchups so we got to play the Panthers today obviously then on Saturday we got to play the Lightning and then on Wednesday we got to play uh Uh, the wilds whoa whoa so saturday wednesday we're going to be taking another short little break and then uh we got to play the predators on friday then we got to play the flyers on sunday november 28th and then november 30th we got to play the sharks and then the wild once again oh boy just looking at this schedule it's giving me a headache and that's why i was so big on that game getting canceled for the new jersey devils against the ottawa Senators, just because look i know we're going to play the senators again like i i I said canceled just moments ago but i meant postponed but that that game it was a gimme win for the new jersey devils because we needed that because looking at these next few games i'm not sure when our next win is going to come out so I, 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 I'm just a little nervous for the New Jersey Devils just uh, going uh, up against the Panthers, the Lightning, the Wild, and, you know, the rest of the other teams that I just mentioned just because it's just going to be a true challenge for us. But uh, I, I hope we're up for the challenge. That's all I can say. So uh, we've beaten the Panthers before 7-3. to But remember, Armando of Locked On uh, Panthers did come onto the show to do a post-game reaction. And remember... Bobrovsky did not uh, play in the game for the Panthers. He was injured at the time, so uh, Knight had to take his place. And, you know, he said that Knight's not exactly the best goalie. And, you know, he, he's kind of right in that in that instance because Knight is 4-2-1, and one, has a goals against average of 3.27, uh, and a save percentage of 887. So uh, when we're comparing that to Bobrovsky, Bobrovsky still has not lost in regulation. He's lost in OT. But, you know, uh, he still has not lost a regulation game this year. So he is 7-0-2, has a goals against average of 1.78, and a save percentage of 9.42. So if Bobrovsky is in net for the Panthers, it is definitely going to be 
rather difficult for the New Jersey Devils. And uh, I, I, like I said, I hope we're up for the challenge, and I hope this wasn't just a fluke. Then again, we did beat them 7-3, to three, so even if you take away like three of those goals uh, for the New Jersey Devils, we still come out victorious like 4-3. to three. So, uh, yeah, let, let's just hope we're up for the challenge. Let's hope that game from uh, November 9th was not a fluke. But like I said, they're going to need some help, and uh, they sometimes look to the Utica Comets for help because the Utica Comets are currently undefeated. So this is one of the good things about having a young team and just having an AHL program like the Comets because it, it gives the New Jersey Devils some options. They're able to bring certain guys up, give them a chance at the NHL, and just see what they can uh, do at, at this level and clearly we got somebody like Dawson Mercer on our roster who played with the Utica Comets last season of course when they were called the Binghamton Devils and then you got Alexander Holtz who started uh, this season off with the Comets organization then you have someone like Tice Thompson who uh, basically needed some time in the Comets organization to find his overall game he was able to get a hat trick with them at one point during their uh, undefeated season so far and this is just like what I said it's great to have an organization like the Utica comments doing so well because it gives the New Jersey Devils some options and puts some guys on the radar and just say okay we can bring up this guy to help our organization then you know I talked about Akira Schmidt I talked about Nico Dawes two great goalies for the Comets organization just basically up and down the Comets roster you can see potential NHL players then you got people like Nolan Foote Kevin Ball who had a few uh, stints in the NHL with the New Jersey Devils last season who are currently on the roster you got my boy Riley Walsh who I believe can be the next Adam Fox he just you know he's a little behind the eight ball right now but I think he's on the right track hopefully uh Lindy Ruff gives him a chance to play under him because remember Lindy Ruff coached Adam Fox over in the New York Rangers organization and look where Adam Fox is now he's a Norris Trophy winner already so I'm just hoping that Riley Walsh can be like his Harvard teammate someday and be that Norris Trophy contestant and you know right now we have Ty Smith um uh, who, who is on the right track in terms of just trying to, you know, pan out a successful NHL career. Right now, he started off the year kind of slow, but obviously uh, at the beginning of this season, he was injured and he didn't finish off the season last year, which is why he fell a couple spots, uh, I guess, shorter of the Calder Memorial Trophy race than people anticipated. But overall, the point I'm trying to make is that we have talent up and down our roster, not only in the NHL, but also in the AHL. So like I said, the, the point I was just trying to make was that it gives uh, players an opportunity to just uh, put their names on NHL radars and it gives the New Jersey Devils some options to see like what they could they potentially do because one of the things I talked about, you know, us bringing up potentially someone like Tice Thompson or maybe uh, Alexander Holtz was that, you know, we, we kind of need some firepower and what do we got to lose, quite honestly? Like we have everything to gain, but really nothing to lose if, if we bring up those certain players and recently the New Jersey Devils brought up another player from the uh, AHL system and I believe this move was just due to Tice Thompson going on to the injured reserves list but his name is uh, Fabian Zutterland and he actually has an interesting uh, backstory as to why he was brought up and Overall, I think there's a few key factors that everyone is missing when they look at someone like Zutterland because he can actually contribute something and, you know, he actually fits the mold of what Lindy Ruff is looking for despite him being a forward and that's something I kind of want to discuss because I think that's a player I want to keep my eye out for in our next matchup against uh, the Florida Panthers despite him playing in the bottom six rotation. So we'll talk more about that in a second, but first, I want to give you guys the first live read this morning and it comes from Bilt Bar. So Bilt Bar is the best tasting protein 
bar ever. And I love Thanksgiving, all the good food and treats and plenty of them. But maybe you want a yummy dessert but isn't so full of calories. It's a perfect time for Built Bars. Built Bar is the new holiday dessert. Feast on something delicious and feel good about it. One slice of pie has upwards of 300 calories. I did not know that. And that's on the low end. Most Built Bars are only 130 calories and only 4 grams of sugar. With plenty of protein, replace the coconut cream pie with coconut Built Bar. Or go for a raspberry Built Bar instead of the raspberry pie. Lots of good flavors to replace any pie. Low calorie, low carb, low fat, high protein, covered in 100% real chocolate. Built Bar is a great option for when you are hungry. If Thanksgiving isn't coming soon enough, go for a Built Bar or two or three or four. So share some of your family gatherings. It'll make things a little less awkward. Maybe Aunt Betty hasn't tried a Built Bar yet. Try to get on her good side. New surprises all month. Limited time flavors arriving at BuiltBar.com. So check the site often. There's nothing like a Built Bar Black Friday. Mark your calendars. Black Friday will be a huge event with all sorts of surprises. The offer is go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 50% off your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. And now the second live read this morning comes from betonline.ag. Please remember to gamble responsibly. So we're back in better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus from basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the easiest and safest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts, please visit our friends at LockedOnBets as well for all of your betting needs there. So let's talk about Zutterland and what he could potentially bring to our organization. So first and foremost, congratulations to the Comets for getting their 11th straight win to begin the year. So that that is phenomenal. And like I said before, I gave you guys those live reads. Just having a good AHL program just gives the New Jersey Devils so many options. So even if this season is a complete bust, the least we could say is that we have a good AHL program and we have a lot of options to look forward to next season, especially hopefully the New Jersey Devils can convince uh, Luke Hughes to forego his uh, plan and just uh, instead of playing two years at the University of Michigan, maybe he comes and joins the Utica Commons, signs his entry-level deal. Also, hopefully Shakir Mukamadulin gets his entry-level deal signed ASAP, but Overall, uh, let's talk about Zutterland and what he can bring to our organization. So uh, while playing for the Comets, he has appeared in 10 games and he has produced nine points. He has three goals, six assists, and uh, he has a plus minus of plus four. So the the one thing about Zutterland is that his stats are impressive, uh, but according to Amanda Stein, that's not why the Devils brought him up. And uh, she further elaborated saying that it's because he kind of fits the style of what Lindy Ruff is looking for. And Lindy Ruff uh, confirmed what Amanda Stein reported saying that Zutterland is, has the ability to just bully his way uh, to uh, whatever situation desires him most. He can skate well and he's just a big guy. So does that sound familiar? So, you know, as uh, Jersey Joe or uh, Ryan Gray's fan page has been saying for the last few weeks, the, the New Jersey Devils defensive squad is basically just a bunch of Sasquatches or Sasquatch Eye, whatever the plural version of that is. But anyway, uh, you know, we have a bunch of Sasquatches on our team and because they're just big guys and they're asserting themselves. So even, you know, to someone like uh, Jonas Siegenthaler, who doesn't have the most impressive stats, he is, you know, getting the job done and he's not really slowing down our momentum. And now when we look at someone like Zutterland, he kind of adds that big body presence to our four. So what do I mean by that? Well, when you look at someone like Nico Heizer and all also Jack Hughes, yes, they are very effective and they skate really well, 
but they're not big guys. They're actually small guys. So when we're looking at someone like uh, Jack Hughes, he stands five foot eleven and he weighs one hundred and seventy five pounds. And then when you look at someone like Nico Heizer, he stands six foot one and he weighs one hundred and seventy five pounds. So you like like I said, when we're looking at those guys, they they're not big guys. They are actually very small guys. Dawson Mercer the same way, stands six feet tall and he weighs one hundred and eighty pounds. But when you look at Fabian Zutterlin, he is five foot eleven and he weighs a staggering two hundred and 20 pounds so we were talking about this on this show a few weeks ago and jersey and joe and i actually had this conversation when i was doing my shakir mukamadulin episode and i compared uh, mukamadulin to big z so uh you know it for some of you who do not know who that is that's uh zadeno chara and i i just basically said could mukamadulin if he gains more weight because he already put on 20 pounds before the start of the season could he be the next big z because big z is one of the uh best defensive men in this generation and Uh, You know, that would be a great tool to have for the New Jersey Devils. And we've already seen the highlights of just what Mukama Doolin is doing overseas so far. And that's why I said as soon as that season is up, sign him to his entry-level deal ASAP. I want to see him playing for the Comets organization uh, next year. But, you know, I'm getting a little too... Uh, far ahead of myself but like like I said you know uh, Zutterland he stands 5 foot 11 and he, he weighs 220 pounds that makes him the heaviest player amongst all of our forwards on our roster now how does he stack up in terms of being the heaviest player uh, amongst our entire organization well uh, the people who are ahead of him are people like Dougie Hamilton who weighs 230 pounds and you got Ryan Graves who also weighs 220 then you got Mason Gearston who weighs 227 Christian Yaros 222 uh uh, and you, like I said, those guys are defensemen, but Zutterlin is a forward. So the fact that Zutterlin weighs 220 pounds and the fact that he can skate well and just like what Lindy Ruff said, just bully his way to a desirable position to possibly score or set up one of his teammates, I think that's a huge bonus for the New Jersey Devils organization. And that's something that really should be talked about a little bit more. I get that, you know, uh, a lot of people didn't really project for him to, I guess, get called up to the NHL because he's been with the Devils organization since 2000. 2017 he said in his interview that he's just glad that he finally got here and you know I guess theoretically he thought it would take a little longer but he's glad that it it happened right now and like I said we don't really have much to lose and just adding Zutterland just getting that big body and despite him not being the tallest guy on the rink like I said he only stands five foot eleven but you know just just adding that uh just those pounds uh to our uh, line pairings will will be a huge bonus for us because, like I said, he could skate well, he could shoot well, he put up pretty good numbers with the Comets, and hopefully he's able to fit in with this Devils organization and just give us that firepower against the Florida Panthers and against the Tampa Bay Lightning, against the Minnesota Wild, because, like I said, this scheduling for the, for the New Jersey Devils, these next few games, not really looking in our favor. So hopefully we could just get that firepower from somewhere. So even though he's uh, only going to be making his NHL debut, even though I have nothing to base, it off of just based on uh, what he was able to do for our AHL program. Zutterland is definitely a player that I want you to uh, keep an eye out. So the the one thing I, I want to say about this, like I've said this uh, many times already, Zutterland weighs 220 pounds and the next uh, heaviest guy amongst all of our forwards, Pavel Zaka, who weighs 210 and Zutterland has 10 pounds on him. And then you got uh, Jimmy Vc who weighs 202 pounds. So 
uh, he is uh, 20 pounds lighter than Zutterland. So when looking at uh, players like Jimmy VC and Pavel Zaka, we've been seeing that they've actually been putting up some solid production under the tutelage of Lindy Ruff. So when we're looking at Pavel Zaka, he's appeared in 14 games so far, and he has seven goals, four assists for a grand total of 11 points. Last season, he uh, was able to have his quote-unquote breakout year, but you know he led our team in points, and he also was tied with Miles Wood for most goals on the team. So 50 games played last year, he had 17 goals, 18 assists for a grand total of 35 points. Obviously, that would have been much higher had we played in a regular 82-game season, but you know, uh, Pavel Zaka seems to be playing really well under Lindy Ruff and then when we look at Jimmy VC, he was originally signed to a PTO deal and you know I'll be honest I said that uh, Jimmy VC, along with Mark Jankowski will not make the roster for the New Jersey Devils I think they were just there to just be there but Jimmy VC is you know he, he's had a, a his moments and he's actually tops in our team uh, for takeaways so that that's a fun fact for some of you who do not know what VC brings to our roster but in 14 games played he has three goals one assist for a grand total of four points so you know nothing impressive about VC, but you know he's definitely surpassing expectations but the thing about it is, is that you know expectations weren't really high for him in the first place so the fact that you know he's able to have a couple big moments for the New Jersey Devils just shows that you know maybe Lindy Ruff knows what he's doing and uh, just having VC on that roster it's, it's interesting and, and you know it gives them some more depth it, it's not our go-to guy but at the same time it, it's good to have and uh, like I said tops on our team in takeaways and uh, I, I think he's going to continue to get better, and hopefully as the season progresses, he uh, continues to put up uh, better numbers. But going back to Zutterland, you know, if Zutterland, uh, under the tutelage of Lindy Ruff, who favors big guys who can skate well and assert themselves, I'm interested to see what uh, Zutterland uh, can be taught under Lindy Ruff, because Lindy Ruff, we've seen him do great wonders for some of our defensemen, including Ryan Grays and Dougie Hamilton in their first seasons with the New Jersey Devils. Then we've seen him uh, have faith in Jonas Siegenthaler and basically convincing Tom Fitzgerald to trade for him because Siegenthaler was on the Capitals last season and then, uh, you know, uh, get him and he's actually doing pretty well in asserting himself and actually you know the, the stats might not be impressive but overall you you know the impact uh, of Jonas Siegenthaler because he's sort of like a rock out there so uh, it, it, there's nothing impressive about a rock but a rock can sometimes hold down the fort for you so you know at first glance you, you might say Jonas Siegenthaler isn't doing anything but when you actually stop to think about it Siegenthaler is actually like I said the rock for the New Jersey Devils defenseman in terms of just you know playing solid uh, minutes but yet not really being all that flashy and not really putting up the big numbers. But he has his moments. And then you, you see someone like Ty Smith, who had a great rookie campaign last year, basically the leader amongst all of our defensemen uh, last season. And then, you know, hopefully he could get more out of P.K. Subban and just whip P.K. Subban into shape. But uh, I think for the first time, Lindy Ruff is going to get a someone like Zutterland, who just is just different. Five foot 11, 220 pounds. And uh, just a big body coming down the lane. So hopefully Zutterland can take the role of what Nathan Bastion was last season, which is, if you guys don't know, Bastion was actually uh, the leader for the New Jersey Devils in the hits category, and he was second amongst all rookies last season as well in that category. And hopefully Zutterland could just take that role of just being the assertive player for our bottom six because we kind of need it if I'm being completely honest because with Miles Wood out I just said who's going to be that player that steps up and asserts himself and maybe Zetterlin could be that answer for us but you know we're going to have to wait and see what he could potentially do at the NHL level.
Now, I don't want to make the controversial claim that Lindy Ruff has never coached somebody like Zetterlin before. I'm talking about on the New Jersey Devils roster. So before you uh, take to Twitter, before you message me, before you do all that, before you try to cancel my show, I'm just talking about for the New Jersey Devils organization only. Because when I'm thinking about players who started with us last year but didn't finish, so i.e. Uh, Travis Zajac and Kyle Palmieri, they weren't really big guys either because Travis Zajac was six foot two, He weighed 185 pounds, I think. Uh, Kyle Palmieri was the same weight as Travis Zajac. Obviously, he was a couple inches shorter. So I, I don't think he's ever had someone uh, on the Devils roster to coach like this before because we've seen Lindy Ruff do vast wonders for the defensemen, but could he do this uh, kind of thing for the forwards where he tries bringing in big guys to assert themselves? And uh, I I'm excited to see what Zetterlin could do. And, you know, when we were talking about Shakir Mukamadoulin and could he be the next big Z for the New Jersey Devils organization? Look, I get big Z as a defenseman, so that's not a fair comparison, but basically I was talking about how Shakir Mukamadoulin he gained like 20 pounds and how uh you know overall he just continues to get better while playing overseas and I'm looking forward for the New Jersey Devils signing him to his entry-level deal uh when we're looking at Zetterlin fun fact when he was drafted by the New Jersey Devils 63rd overall back in 2017 he was 5 foot 11 and he weighed 196 pounds so he gained almost 30 pounds uh from then to now and that's really impressive. And he can continue to add more weight and muscle, especially if he sees some success at the NHL level. So uh, when looking at uh, Zetterlin and what he could potentially bring to our organization, I'm really looking forward to seeing what he could he could potentially do. And I think it's very exciting, and I think more people should be talking about it. And look, I get he'll just be making his NHL debut. I don't want to put too much pressure on the kid. But, you know, when, when I'm looking at this, I'm really excited. So he was playing on the fourth line with Gearston and McLeod, and he was being swapped out with VC. But my thing is, why, why aren't we taking out Gearston out of the lineup? Like, why is Gearston continuing to get a spot with the New Jersey Devils? Because, look, he's already had his moment, which was he stood up for Jack Hughes in the Seattle Kraken game. But other than that, Gearston has been an absolute flounder for us. Like, he's done absolutely nothing, and he always gets outshot every time he's on the rink. If you need an example, look at that Anaheim Ducks game or look at that LA Kings game. I'm just saying. So, um, you know, like I said, Zetterlin won't be uh, given too much ice time, but I think he'll be given just enough to prove himself, and hopefully he can be that spark plug like I'm projecting him to be. But for right now, he's just an extra skater uh, with the fourth line, and we'll see what happens when game time rolls around. But speaking of game time, let's compare stats uh, between the Panthers and the Devils. So uh, when we're looking at power play percentage, the Florida Panthers are actually middle of the pack, 19.6% uh, in power play uh, success rate. Uh, which ranks 14th in the league. And then the New Jersey Devils are 17.1, which is 22nd in the league. So uh, we're improving in that category and, you know, a few more great power plays and we can actually be uh, climbing a couple more spots. And then for penalty kill, the New Jersey Devils, we are 76% in penalty kill success rate, which is 25th in the league. So we are in the bottom tier in the league in that uh, category. Uh, the Panthers are 81.5. So, uh, they rank 16th in the entire league, uh, so nothing special about their penalty killing unit. And then face-off percentage, 49% uh, for the New Jersey Devils, uh, 21st in the league. And then uh, for uh, the Florida Panthers, 45.9%, which is second to last. So hopefully we can uh, win the face-off category. So I think that's a given. So uh, for the New Jersey Devils, the key for them is to win their face-offs and, you know, go on the attack and 
hopefully we can try to uh, give Bobrovsky hell because I think that's going to be the starting goalie uh, against us in this matchup. And then uh, their overall record uh, is 11-2-3. The Devils record is 7-4-3. And right now the Panthers are on a one-game win streak. However, uh, they've had a rough go at it lately. So uh, they lost against the New York Rangers before they played us uh, 4-3. Then they obviously lost 7-3 to us. Then the, they lost in OT 3-2. Uh, to two. Then they lost to the Tampa Bay Lightning in OT 3-2. to two. So it's been a rough go at it for the Panthers. However, they still remain tops in the NHL in terms of overall record. They just beat the Islanders 6-1. to one. Then again, we shut out the Islanders 4 to nothing. So I think I would take that win with a grain of salt because the Islanders aren't really in the best place uh, right now. So uh, the last 10 games, they are 5-2-3. We are 4-3-3. So I'd say we're evenly matched. However, they obviously have a lot more well-known players on their roster compared to us but Dawson Mercer has been a man on fire because in the last five games he has six points and then he has four assists and then uh, Zaka like I mentioned in this uh, show uh, putting up solid production he has two goals within the last five games and Nico Heizer has a plus three uh, the last five games as well so for the Devils I'm not going to make a prediction as to whether if they're going to win or lose I will say I, I am having a little bit of my doubts but like I said I really 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 don't want to count them out again but um, they really need to play their A game once again against the Panthers because the circumstances are going to be a little different. I don't think we're going to beat them eight to three or nine to three or anything of that nature. I don't think uh, you know the Panthers are a team to do that quite often. Every team has their uh, flukes here and there. And uh, yeah, like I said, I think we're catching the Panthers at the right possible time because they've been having a rough uh, stretch of it lately. So that kind of thing can really help us. But if I am the Devils, if I want to get a point out of this and hopefully build some momentum for our next game, I would really do whatever it takes to just keep it close, keep it within striking distance and do not go down late. Because if you go down late and then you have to play catch up, it's going to be really hard. And uh, Pavel Zaka has already saved us twice this year. I, I'm not really hoping to knock on wood once again, and hopefully uh, Pavel Zaka answers the door. So, like I said, Zaka has been our saving grace for those kind of circumstances, but I, I wouldn't expect him to do it three times in uh, you know a recent two weeks uh, span. So, for the Devils, if you want to win this game, strike early, uh, keep your foot on the gas pedal, and you know don't go down late, don't give them any more momentum than they need, and. Uh, get Gerston out of the lineup. I, I don't know what else I need to say, but we'll we'll do a full-fledged episode on that uh, a little later. But anyway, uh, Zetterlin is definitely my player to watch out for because I want to see what he could do at the NHL level. And I already read you his AHL stats. I read you his body frames, what he could bring to our organization. I told you what Amanda Stein and Lindy Ruff like out of uh, his production. So I'm curious to hear your guys' thoughts. So please message me or hit me up on Twitter and let me know what you guys think about Zetterlin. Is he overhyped? Is he underhyped? Did I miss something? Do, do you think uh, he can uh, be a solid option for the Devils moving forward? Or it, it, am I just overhyping him? I'm curious to hear your guys' thoughts. But as for today's episode, that's about all the time I have for you guys. So thanks for listening. Go Devils. Continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Hopefully we can get the win against the Florida Panthers. But it's going to be very tough these next few games. But I have faith in the Devils. But, you know, I do have my doubts as well. But who? what Devils fan doesn't? So I will catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening.